Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Shock Factor podcast. Not just any episode. This one, I'm joined by one of the people who I personally look up to. I'm inspired by. Parker Bird of ECU Baseball. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Doing Parker? great, man. I'm glad to be on here. I'm glad to have you. It's, honestly, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, um, definitely the story's insane, which everybody's about to find out if they right. don't know already, which <laughs> I think they should. Right. But it, it's just so cool, and like you have such a cool perspective on it. So thank you for taking the time for to sure, talk man. to me. And, Thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. I've been, a visit to the jungle has been long <laughs> overdue, and this is just a great culmination. Thank you. So I want to, of course, address the elephant in the room first question I'm right. sure you get asked it all the time just from people looking at you mm-hmm. are are the curls natural or <laughs> is that something you put product into Nah, well it's, they are natural today's no product in it at all it's kind of shower just shake it out and just come but uh sometimes if you know i'm rocking no hat for like the whole entire day i'll put some hairspray in there just so it won't because my hair turns into an afro once oh it gets, the humidity yeah the humidity here is insane so it turned into an afro, but today's all natural. That's that's impressive. I'm jealous. I wish I could do it. I mean, I I would have guessed perm. That's just me, but that's just because it's so solid. So got to be fake, right? Yeah, it's like no way. But your the college baseball journey has been a bit different than typical right. for most people. Mm-hmm. But the recruiting process, walk us through that because you committed pretty early. Yeah, um, so I committed November 12th of my ninth grade year in 2018. So before I even st- stepped foot on a, a high school baseball field, I was committed. So I mean, that, that definitely adds a little bit of pressure, but it's also a relief at the same time that that process is over with, but you mm-hmm. still gotta perform either way. So. Um, people just kind of have higher expectations for you, which is fine because I mean, as a baseball player, it's kind of what you want to live up to. And uh, so I committed really early. I mean, East Carolina is always where I wanted to come to school. Both my parents came here. So um, I've always grew up just a Pirate fan. And um, so once they committed, I was pulled around on, on site. I was like, Coach, I'm ready to be a Pirate. <laughs> He's like, let's go. So ever since then, just been fully committed. Yeah. Now, in your recruiting process, I mean, getting recruited that early is crazy. You got to yeah. be super talented. Right. I got one offer, and it was my senior <laughs> year. I took it. But, <laughs> but were you like talking to any other schools at the time? Or yeah, I definitely was. I mean, it was really early, so I wasn't talking to probably as many as I probably could have. But talking to uh, Duke, um, Virginia Tech, I was actually 
really interested in Virginia Tech just because I want to be an engineer at the time. So, I mean, that's a great engineering school. So mm -hmm. I was talking to them really heavily and then uh, a, few, a few here and there, just a couple calls, but those were probably the two other main ones. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like your dad went here, your mom right, went here. Yeah. This is, they didn't meet here, yeah, but no. they had met and they had predetermined yeah. they were coming here right. kind of together, packaged Yeah, yeah so. my dad definitely followed my mom here. Uh, my dad, my dad wanted to uh, go to Carolina, which now he's super glad he didn't. But uh, uh, he wanted to go to Carolina, like all growing up. And then my mom was determined to come here for a nursing school, and uh, my dad didn't even uh, like apply to Carolina because he didn't want to make the decision between Carolina and my mom. So he oh applied God. here, and that's it. And he got in, and obviously it worked out for the the better. So. That's such a cool yeah. story and like such a, it's such a great thing. You're yeah. Here. It makes me happy you're here. Now, part of your college journey walking in, getting into it, of course, a month in, you get here in June and then July comes around and right. you have your accident. Mm -hmm. So kind of what happened there? What, like, what was that experience like from your side? Right. Yeah, it was weird because I mean, it definitely was a turn of events. Uh, it's me and some of the freshmen last year were just going and having fun on the on the boat and then accident like mine happened which is i mean it's not as rare as i thought it was because i'd never heard of somebody getting in a tubing accident like that but afterwards i realized like, hey this is a pretty serious like it happens a good bit and uh so we're just having fun on the the river and uh the first day we actually went and i was supposed to actually go home that saturday but friday we went down after our morning workouts and stuff and I had a good time Friday. I was supposed to take one of the guys back home that Saturday morning because he was supposed to help some elderly couple move some furniture. And he got a call that morning saying, hey, Miles, uh, thanks for volunteering, but we don't really need your help anymore. <laughs> so we're like, hey, let's stay another day. Let's yeah, have fun, well. right? So me and Dixon Williams got on the two first, and first ride went good. And we got back on, second ride. Um, the driver decided to go a little bit crazier than the first, and uh, Dixon ended up falling off first, and then I hit a wave. The tube went way up in the air, and I hit the water really hard. So I was like, hey, I think I'm back to this boat, man. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. in pain. So I swam back to the boat, and then as I got about 10 yards away, I was kind of using the rope to um, get me back into the, the boat, and the driver accidentally put the, the boat in reverse, and uh, the rope got caught in the propeller and basically uh, shot me under the uh, propeller. So um, it was it was definitely weird that day. was it seemed really long in the time, but uh, I mean, just I didn't know what the road ahead was. But uh, so I was in the hospital for four weeks, and then uh, that happened July 23rd. Got my leg amputated August 4th, and uh, ever since then, ever I got out August 20th, and ever since then I kind of been working hard to get to kind of where I am now. Yeah, and that's one thing that like amazed me because first. You know, a lot of freshmen I'm not hearing about them too right. often, especially yeah. not a month in. Right. And I hear about you, and I'm like, damn, wish I was hearing about him yeah. in other yeah, circumstances, way, of right. course. And so I start following along, and then I literally, the next thing I see is you hitting balls off the tee, <laughs> of yeah. course, with the prosthetic. Right. And I'm like, how, did, how are you doing that right. so fast? Yeah. Like, what was it for you that, like, allowed you to, get back to it so to it. um i think it's just really my mindset just in general uh i think my parents really installed a really good mindset of me and my sisters and uh, i think 
my dad's work. I see my dad and mom both work extremely hard in what they do. My mom, my dad's a doctor, as I told you. My mom, she's a nurse, but she stays at home with us now. So um, I've seen her run around and take us to all the sporting events, practices, and uh, my sisters were dancers. So, oh, uh, all right. She's been very busy with that. But um, so I just kind of seen how hard they worked, and I realized that I, I can't give up. And that's just kind of what I've gone by. And I actually had a couple moments during my hospital stay. And one time I was like, uh, Mom, I'll never be able to play baseball again. And she was like, why do you think that? And I was like, well, Mom, there's never been a Division One baseball player with a prosthetic leg. And she goes, well, there always has to be a first. Why can't it be you? And so like, ever since then, it kind of clicked like, hey, like, I can be the first and why not? So, I mean... I mean, why not try at least, right? Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. And honestly, I truly believe if anyone's going to do it, right. it's going to be you. Yeah. Just because, like, that mindset, like, again, yeah. a month later, I see you in or Right. You might know the exact number of days <laughs> nah. later. But well, as soon as I got out of the hospital, I was still in a wheelchair. And me and Dad came to the hidden facility, and just I was just watching pitches off the machine and just sitting there in my wheelchair, just watching the velocity and doing virtual reality in the wheelchair. And, I mean, I was... As soon as I got out of hospital, I was really like, hey, baseball is what I want to do, so let's do everything I can and give it the best shot That's awesome. I have. So then, from then, I finally got in a walker. I saw a wound back on and everything, and I was started doing one-arm drills. Uh, and then I got my prosthetic leg, and then I started hitting with two legs. And then some modifications came along, like scissoring. I learned how to scissor in my, uh, in my swing, and just stuff like that has helped me tremendously. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned your sisters being dancers. I grew up. Right. My sister was a dancer too. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was uh, <laughs> what was the least favorite dance routine you uh, had? To clogging. Go on? I hated clogging competitions, oh, man. They were terrible. That's so rough. my older or my, my older sister. I have a sister, seventeen and eleven now. But um, the seventeen year old was a huge clogger. Like she grew up clogging, and when she stopped around middle school era, but. Um, Dude, I just remember going to those competitions, and it, oh, it's, it's so 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 long and so loud, and it's just like, how do y'all enjoy <laughs> this? And like, I mean, it was it was cool to see her have fun, but at the same time, that 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 performance only lasted two minutes of your whole day. But was, you're there for the whole day. Yeah, and luckily my little sister, she was in the depths for a little bit, but she got out pretty quick. So. Cool. That's huge. Uh, yeah, it was it was a big win for me. <laughs> yeah, my sister would do uh, the competitive dance. It was like travel dance. I'm yes. not really sure. Yeah. But I remember her class had a routine to uh, put me in coach, which as a baseball player, yeah, you hear that song just about yeah, every day yeah, at yeah. the field. Yeah, I have a similar song that you, you probably dread that song now, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mine's uh, Wagon Wheel by Darius Rutger. <laughs> I, do, I cannot stand the song just because I heard it. So I mean, great song. Just heard it so many times oh from clogging because that's the, that was their routine and that was their song. So they clogged the wagon wheel. Yeah, they sped it up a little bit, <coughs> and the, <laughs> it was bad. Did would you ever like <coughs> try to clog? Nah, nah. Uh, my actually, my cousin who's a guy, he was he clogged on my sister's team, and he was like number one in the state. And like, I mean, he was really good, but he got out of it quick. He's like, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, the guy I'm, got in the baseball. And, <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah. I, I was in the clogging for a bit. I still am in the clogging. It's yeah. way different now, though. Yeah. It's usually after, like, Golden Corral or something like that. So it's a, a little different. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> but switching gears a little bit, getting back into it, one of the first people 
from my research that came to see you was Coach Goblin. Yeah. As a player who's going through an injury like that, of course, your mind's got to be going a million different places. Right. What did it mean to see him there just ready to be there? For right. You? Yeah, I mean, he was the first person at the hospital when my accident happened. I think the guys called him and was like, hey, call my parents first. And then they called him and was like, hey, tell him what happened. And he met the guys at the hospital because we were about 45 minutes away. So he was actually with a recruit at the time. And he basically told him, hey, I have to leave and go to the hospital. And so he met he met the guys there. So I mean he's been there literally since the beginning of my accident. And I mean even before. I mean I'm here for the coaching staff and yeah. the fans and all that. But um, he, I mean he's just been tremendous just because he me and him talked for like an hour. He came into my room one time and we talked for like an hour or two. And he had just got back from uh, USA Team USA. Mm -hmm. So I mean we had a pretty good conversation. Just seeing him there for me was pretty big because just seeing that he believes in me just as much as I believe in myself is, I mean, pretty big because I think you need a support system like that just to get through hard times and to get to do something difficult kind of like I'm doing now. Yeah, absolutely. And just to have a coach who cares right. like that because, I mean, sure, it's all hindsight. I don't know if this coach would do it. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, but, right. of course, just seeing a guy who he's I like, hey, you're committed to our program. We're committed to you. Right. And just kind of putting his money where his mouth exactly. is. Exactly. Really yeah, I mean, definitely uh, – definitely showed it with his actions that, hey, we're here for you no matter what. So, pretty yeah. cool. And so one of the things you're mentioning is, or you have mentioned that's helped guide you through this, is your perspective on everything. And, you know, you talk about your sisters joking with it, but <laughs> that perspective, is it just something that you're born with? Is it something you learn over time? Yeah. Um, I think it goes back to my family and just, I mean, we're all kind of joke, jokesters. So, um, that and my friends, I mean, we always have to have the positive outlook on stuff. So uh, why not make the best best out of your situation? So I think I was kind of born with it. Uh, I just kind of like to have fun no matter what. But um, when times like this happen, I mean, why not have a, have a good time with it? So Yeah, and I love that, like, you're just like, hey, this is what life dealt me. I'm going to deal <laughs> yeah, with it. Go. And I'm going to make something even more of it. Right. Like, I'm going to go and make a name for myself yeah, right. with this happening, which right. it's an incredible thing. But I want to ask you, and this might be a weird question. You probably I haven't been okay. asked, but have you, like, found any perks um, from it happening? Because I don't like focusing yeah. on the negative either. Yeah. No, no. Um, there has been a handicap. Handicap parking's really nice. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I always and, wondered. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad just, you brought that up because really nice. I really wanted to ask yeah. what handicap parking Dude, is Dude, it, it's nice. Um that's probably the biggest perk is because you don't have to walk as far. Especially on a college campus. I know. Campus, you can't. I know. It's, it's not as fun. But uh, that's probably really nice. I try not to use it as much because I do know there's actually people that need it a lot more than me. But when I see there's a couple of them open, I definitely pull in there really quick. And my girlfriend gets mad and my sister gets mad. I'm like, you have this free pass. Why don't you use it no matter, no matter what? But I just remember being in a wheelchair and, like, uh, seeing people parking the handicap and, like, they walk out to totally fine. I'm like, are you really like need that? And then like we had to park far away, and it was a struggle for my parents to get the wheelchair out and all that. And so I kind of understand what it's like to be actually needing the handicap. So I try not to use it as much, but it is really nice, especially like big concerts, like big areas, like 
I mean, they have a bunch of handicap parking. So. <laughs> I'm gonna. You're a way better guy than I. Dude, no one's gonna look at you and be like, "Why is he parking in that handicap spot?" Yeah. Again, nothing personal. Yeah, no, it's, definitely. It's we notice. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you can't hide it. Yeah, it's like you got a great prosthetic, but we know. We yeah, know that's a little we different. See, yeah, we see. You don't got a leg there. Yeah, so I don't think that's you ever weird. have to walk out in a handicap spot and be like, well, yeah. "I hope no one." This. <laughs> I think you're good. So getting That's your good. prosthetic, that was an interesting experience yeah. too. So the Challenge Athletes Foundation helped you get it, right? Right, yeah. So I had my first one that insurance paid for. I got that in December. And that's just like your standard walking leg. And um, I went to a local process here, Shane Coltrane. And he got he, he made a good leg. and uh, But I needed more something more like active, really. Mm -hmm. And uh, – so then Bob Babbitt, the founder of Challenge Athletes Foundation, reached out to my mom from really the beginning. And she kind of, my mom was getting all these text messages. And uh, he basically told me, hey, we're Challenge Athletes Foundation. This is what we do. Uh, when time's right, we'd love to help Parker and all this. And, you know, my mom just replied with the generic, thank you so much. We'll get back in touch. And uh, so she kind of forgot about it because of, the whole situation. That's yeah, there's the a little bit I, going on. Yeah, just a little bit. Like, very busy. So she totally forgot about it. And then Bob Babbitt reached out again after I got the hospital. Everything was starting to become a little bit more normal. And uh, he was like, hey, just to let you know that we're still here for you guys if you need anything. Like, awesome. we, we'd love to give Parker a grant for a leg. So then uh, my dad was actually, uh, he was commuting back and forth from here to Laurenburg, which is two and a half hours away to, for work. So it was in the car like five hours a day at least. And um, so he was listening to a lot of audio books and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was listening to David Goggins book. And uh, David Goggins did a marathon uh, for Challenge Athletes Foundation to raise money. And so he heard that part and then he got home that day and he asked my mom, he was like, hey, have you ever heard of a Challenge Athletes <laughs> Foundation? She goes, oh yeah, a guy just reached out to me about it. And my dad's like, what? You rather get you rather get all this food from people than actually something we really really need, and uh, so my dad she gave that project to my dad because he needed something to do. So my mom's like, here, here's his contact. Get in touch with him. So my dad uh, got on the phone with Bob Babbitt the next day, if not that day, and uh, basically they got me set up to go to Chicago to a process there named uh, David Rotter, who's world class. Like he's absolutely phenomenal. And he makes all the stuff for like Paralympians, and he actually created legs. And this guy was born with no hands or legs, and his goal was to play varsity baseball. And uh, so he made both of his legs, and he made a socket for his arm that he could actually hold the bat. Because before he was just kind of like modifying it the best mm -hmm. he could. And so he made a socket for his like nub on his wrist, and like basically he could actually hold the bat. And so I mean the guys here at big league parks and BP and like I think he like one hop uh, New York Yankees field so I mean the guy's legit That's and so I mean this guy the certain the uh, process is phenomenal and so they sent us up there they applied we applied for the grant they gave it to us and I mean they've really just been there ever since and I actually went to a running clinic when I started learning how to run again and there was guys that were amputees there that were Paralympians and they were teaching me and a bunch of others how to run again or how to run better. And uh, so, I mean, they just been there the whole, the whole way.
Hey everyone, we're going to take a quick break from our discussion to hear a couple ads from our sponsors. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Yeah, first of all, I love the thought of your dad going, look, <laughs> he can't hit a home run with a plate of spaghetti yeah, strapped to his exactly, leg. Exactly. <laughs> I'll handle that. <laughs> Let me get this. And he, uh, I mean, he, he loves stuff like that. And I mean, Bob Bat has really been a blessing to me and my family and all the Chinese athletes. And they've really just kind of gave me even more hope because they show me people that are, I mean, absolutely doing great in life with prostate legs or just disabilities in general. And I actually got the opportunity to go up to the Hamptons this past summer and, and speak for a big fundraiser they have. So, I mean, that was pretty cool just being in that environment and just, I mean, there's a lot of money up there. So yeah. it was it was cool to see because they had a lot of fundraiser and, like, they had these paddles and they were, like, bidding for, like, <laughs> stuff and, like, guys giving out 50 $50,000, like it was nothing. I'm just like, I want to I be like this. Maybe one day. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. So it, it was a good experience. So now when we walked, we're in the press box here at ECU, and we walked in, I saw you looked at the roster, you looked at your name, said 5'9". <laughs> at any point, did you think, hey, you know what? I'm getting this prosthetic. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm six feet tall, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure I think, it would be tough walking in yeah, circles. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah it was um, – I see, I see double amputees that are like A cage, which is above the knee, and B cage, which is below. And uh, I'm just like, man, I'm I'm not jealous, but that's pretty cool that you get to pick your height. Because if I, I'd definitely be six one, six two, if I could pick my height. But hey, I'm stuck with five nine, really five ten. But I would say five nine. Yeah, well, I'll round up. Five ten, we'll give it. Yeah. Did you like pick a shoe size? How is that? I didn't. So they okay. asked they asked me this, my shoe size, and I was eleven and a half. 
and they uh all right we're making a size so i was like that's pretty cool so i won't have to go buy two two pairs of shoes yeah. <laughs> i was always wondering about yeah that, i know that's like good is question. it one size fits all yeah it's, i know it's 11 and a half <laughs> <laughs> well that's Some a black nice. foot <laughs> <laughs> a little different than before but hey you know what hey, we'll gets the job of, done that's, that's right so this one actually speaking of the foot so this one uh, is special because this line in the middle that's uh, it's called split toe so okay. basically like the oh. foot split in half so I, I can push off and it feels like i have a big toe so beforehand before i went to chicago to get this leg i i mean i didn't really have that most people nobody besides david does that so um i went there and then he did that and i was like dude I had first, my first words were oh my gosh it feels like i have a big toe <laughs> yeah, and cool. you don't even have to clip it. Yeah, can't exactly. get athletes exactly. put on it. I mean, like, there's a lot of perks. Look, dude, <laughs> you're thinking on the bright side. I'm uh, right there with man, you. I love it. The pedicures and they're fifty percent <laughs> off. <laughs> when you're at the store and they only have the display model of a shoe left, <laughs> that's, that's, that's allowed to touch the ground. That's I'm, hilarious. Because I was this was like when I first got to the hospital. My parents thought we need to go get your new shoes, so we went to Dick's Sporting Goods and. I was still in a wheelchair, so it was that early. And we roll, I rolled in, and the guy's like, you need help with anything? I was like, yeah, we're looking for a shoe, just one. <laughs> the guy didn't know how to take it, because a lot of people don't know how to take like jokes like that, because they don't know if you can laugh. I'm like, you can laugh, bro. Yeah, it's, okay. no, it's, it's like one of those things where most people don't have this yes, great outlook exactly. and perspective. Yeah, so. I think I was in the hospital. I mean, I was pretty drugged up in general, but uh, I was looking. I was like, dude, I need to find, like, cartoon character for my profile picture on Instagram and I was like look I looked up like one legged cartoon guys and then I saw the one that's my Instagram picture I was like dude this is perfect yeah so I, all right, I was like dude I have to keep it this so it's kind of just came okay, my profile pic I hadn't changed it since I mean it's great when I looked you up on Instagram because I followed you on Twitter right I'm not like oh I gotta follow that yeah, yeah I should be I should be better about it and I will be but I looked you up and I was like that's a great profile yeah I clicked yeah. the profile I immediately see your link as IHOP. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. That's just like. Try to get an IO deal, man. I need <laughs> like, to reach out. They need to. Uh, they are missing out. They really are. I mean, I could promote them well. I love pancakes, love syrup. Um, I think it would be great. I mean, it's good for both of us. Uh, yeah, so it's I, mutually I beneficial. Not. It's uh, like one of those things where it's a joke that would bring down the house. Oh, it would definitely, kill. Definitely. But they're, they're probably worried. Oh, uh, is that correct? Yeah, I know. With society nowadays, I really. I feel, I feel I, like you get I, to decide. I, exactly. I need, to re I need to reach out for myself to let them know, hey, it's okay. I know you guys have been wondering for a while to yeah. reach out. You guys have me. been itching. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's. Uh, it's it's definitely been on your your guys's mind so yeah and then one thing again with the challenge athletes foundation i saw was you were down in houston getting oh, to throw yeah. out a first yeah, pitch yeah. what was that like have Dude. you always been a houston fan growing no, up no actually um i'm a braves fan so okay it's sad time right now but i'm a, I'm a huge <laughs> braves fan always have been both of my grandpa's a Braves fan. Okay. Uh, my dad's a Braves fan, so it just kind of passed down through the family. Same thing with the, the commanders or the Redskins or whatever. Sure. But uh, so I'm, I'm a big Braves fan, but my favorite player is Alex Bregman, just because I love his work ethic. Uh, he's a 5'9 guy himself, 5'10, <laughs> so I kind of relate to him. And I think at LSU, they called him, was it, Mr. 12 or 12 a.m. or something like that. Oh, he's talking yeah, about yeah. how he's always hitting. Mm -hmm. yeah, I kind of related to that growing up because me and dad would go to the batting cages at one o'clock in the morning. It didn't matter. <laughs> I needed to hit. So 
Um, I definitely can relate to him, so I just I loved him. And he wears number two because he got drafted second overall, and not to brag about that, just more like, hey, I'm not first. So love his mindset, love everything about him. So uh, Eric Cochran, who's actually producing a film on me, he's uh, he's kind of with Challenge Athletes Foundation a little bit, but um, so he, he produced a film on the guy with no legs or no hands. And uh, so he reached out to me or my mom and basically asked to produce a, a film on me as well. So he's in the process of doing that. So, I mean, that's pretty cool too. But uh, he has really good connections to the Houston Astros. <laughs> His uncle owns the Astros. That's a pretty good so, connection. Uh, he doesn't like to brag about it at all, but he it, they do. So um, he got he got me in contact with them. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, they they invited me down there to throw out the first pitch and watch BP before the games on the field and I mean it was a, a surreal moment for sure. Yeah, that's an awesome experience yeah, and cool. I gotta say it's a good thing you want to get into public speaking because yeah. it sounds like between the documentary yeah, and the people interviewing definitely. you, you're gonna have to do yeah, it a lot. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's inevitable. So. It, it's a good thing you're already well spoken. That's so right. <laughs> you are in a good position. Now, one of the things for college athletes, especially like. The schedules are mm -hmm. packed. Yeah, they are always packed. Now you get handicapped parking, so you can get places a little bit <laughs> a little faster. Bit faster right? But your schedule is particularly packed because yeah. you got rehab. Mm -hmm. you, you essentially had to relearn how to walk, how to yeah. run, do everything. So, what's your day-to-day -day life look like now? Right. Um, I mean, you know, it's crazy. Last semester or last year, the whole year I was part-time, so my athletic clock wouldn't start. So this year, I've had to make a huge adjustment, just being full-time <laughs> with school. And at first, I was kind of, I had to figure it out. But uh, I think I think finally now I've figured it out. But, I mean, we have practice every single day almost, uh, maybe like one day a week off. Uh, so I'm here from the field from like one to six every day. Uh, but I have rehab now once a week. It was twice, but ever since school started, uh, we've just been going on Wednesdays at 8 a.m. And I have one class each day. So I have five oh, classes, two, two in person and three online. So uh, I wake up on Tuesday and Thursdays. I have a class at 9:30, and then on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays it's at one. So uh, I get my online work done whenever I can. Uh, I go to a Bible study with a couple of guys on the team on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. So we're up pretty early those days. So I, I'm typically up every day, and uh, I've I've gotten into swimming a lot. Uh, so. Uh -huh. Uh, it's kind of maybe one of my Paralympic sports once baseball's over with, but I kind of got away from it since school started. I was pretty heavy on it during the summer, but uh, I think I'm going to start back doing that this actually this Monday. So on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, I'm going to swim at 6 a.m. and then uh, go to PT on eight at 8 on Wednesdays and then class on uh, Thursday at 9.30. So. I gotta know what what swimming stroke is it? What are you? A freestyle. Doing? That's the only freestyle. one, really. Okay. Yeah. The other one, that... that one's require like legs. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I was gonna. That one's just like your just your typical. Swimming. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I, I put familiar. a buoy in between my legs so my hips would stay up. <laughs> All right. <coughs> okay. So, yeah. No, because I'm just going through it logistically. Right. Yeah. Like, how's that? Uh, how's that work? Because yeah. I'm already just swim in a big circle. <laughs> yeah. I'm, honestly, like if you guys have like a NASCAR like pool, that could right. That Definitely. could be right. something. Get, I don't know. Get, I didn't want to say. Get, it. <laughs> get a propeller as a prosthetic leg to get faster. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, I just your attitude about it all is just so amazing. Right. I really appreciate you taking the time just yeah, to talk to me and share your story cool, because, yeah. I mean, like, 
no one's done something like this right. before, or maybe someone has, but right. nothing like the way you're doing right. it. But before we let you go and get on with your day and your busy life, I want to ask, where can our listeners find you? Where can they follow you? Yeah. Where can they, like, what are your social medias? Um, my Instagram is Parker Bird with two Ds, B-Y-R-D, D. Uh, uh, <coughs> I think my Twitter is Parker Bird 11. I think that's the number that they gave me. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why it's 11, but it's 11. Uh, and I think that's all of them. All right. Sweet. And then last thing, I looked for you on TikTok. And I saw oh, yeah. on Park, Parker Bird with two Ds again, I think. Yeah, he's consistent. Yeah, I am. I like to have the, the same, same username. <laughs> like, this is how I knew it would be a lot of fun to interview you, is when I was doing my research, I found a video of you in a <laughs> hospital bed. And your sister was in front. And y'all were just dancing, like vibing. And I look at the date and it's like right near the accident yeah. date. And I'm like, all right, this kid, like his yeah, mindset sis- is just. My sister, she, uh, during that time, especially, it felt like she was making TikTok every day. And like, especially when she'd go to the hospital, she'd love to use me in the videos. She'd get a couple more likes. <laughs> and so <coughs> she actually had a couple videos during that time go pretty viral. And. Like one of them was, I remember it was a joke because I mean we were joking in the family, but uh, it was like daughter with two legs, and the other one she panted to me as like brother with or son with one, and the whole comment section was like you're so wrong for this, you're so mean. And me and Grace were just sitting Meanwhile, there you're just laughing. laughing the whole time. No, so, I remember yeah. I saw that one too because I did a research. I was like, yeah. okay, if there's one, there's, there's multiple. And then I had that one. I think it's because I don't make TikToks often, but. I was in the wheelchair, still in the hospital, and I had the little, all my fluids and stuff. It was like, <laughs> you see me rolling. <laughs> it's just, like, I love how it's just, you know what? I've been dealt a crappy hand right here. Right. But there's still things to be happy about. There's still some good things That's in this right. hand, and I'm going to just let's, focus let's, on those. Let's draw a plus four, of course. Yeah, exactly, yeah, honestly. It. Let's draw the plus four, <laughs> take the burden off me a little bit, That's and have right. some fun while we hey, do it. Why not? But thank you so much for joining the podcast. You, I really appreciate it. Heck yeah. Well, that's of course, fun. if there's anything you ever need, I'm here for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Go Pirates. <laughs> of course. So, thank you. Thank right. you. Parker Bird is the type of dude you should want your kids to be like. He's been dealt a tough hand in life and has done nothing but keep a positive attitude through it all, which I could never do. Going through what he has gone through, anyone would understand if he were down in the dumps, down about himself or sad, but he just doesn't let that happen. I don't care who you are, the strength this kid shows day in and day out is just simply amazing. Another thing I want to comment on is just the Bird family as a whole. It's truly amazing how they all have rallied around Parker and helped him get through this tough time. He mentioned one way he stays loose and kind of keeps an upbeat attitude about it is just the humor that he and his family have about just the whole situation. I mean, the kid was telling me about looking for a cartoon with a one-legged man in it to make his Instagram profile picture while sitting in a hospital bed. Who, Who does that? Anyway, he also told me that his younger sisters really helped keep him loose and make light of an otherwise pretty heavy situation. I think my favorite part was hearing how hard he laughed as he explained that his sisters have him saved in their phones as either Pogo Stick or the Pixar Lamp, depending on which sister you ask, 
But Parker is just a phenomenal example of dealing with adversity and an example of the fact that laughter is really the best medicine. And I don't mean to sound all corny or like a Hallmark movie, but when you meet a dude with one leg who is genuinely happier than just about everyone else I've met in life, it really puts things into perspective. And for all those reasons, I'm literally sitting on the edge of my seat with excitement. For the day, I get to tweet out, Parker Bird becomes the first Division I baseball player with a prosthetic leg. And after meeting the kid, I know it'll happen. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of the Shock Factor Podcast. Please make sure to leave a review and let me know how I did, because I don't know if I'm good at this. I would, I would like to be, and it, your feedback helps. As always, thank you to Soldier Sports for sponsoring the Shock Factor Podcast on the D1 Baseball Podcast Network. That's all I got for this episode, but I look forward to talking with y'all again this Thursday when another phenomenal episode with Mike Rooney is coming out to your ear holes soon. Have a great rest of your week, and I appreciate you. The Shock Factor Podcast is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.